JFK, the doctor, and mind control. After decades of theories and many stories about this case, here are some of the scary and borderline creepy facts about someone you may not have heard of related to the JFK assassination. Welcome to the Dark History Project. Our goal is to spark curiosity in the stories from history that are not talked about as much, but may have more to do with historical events than we might think. We go through many sources trying to find the truth, but as you probably already know, history is written by many people who don't often agree with each other, and we often run into conflicting stories or quote-unquote facts. Our goal is not to just provide you with very interesting, weird, and fascinating stories, but to inspire curiosity and hopefully you read more about these events in history. Before we get started, we would love for you to subscribe, like, and comment on whatever platform you are listening or viewing this on. That way, you'll know when new episodes are available. So, our first episode is about JFK, a doctor you might not ever heard of, and mind control. Now, we all know the main storyline of what happened after the JFK assassination, and the million conspiracies that come out of it. But we want to look at one character in particular that really sticks out in this story. It's not really mentioned in the million documentaries, books, YouTube videos, and podcasts on this case, and what his role was. Now, the story goes that a lone gunman named Lee Harvey Oswald, a former U.S. Marine, shot JFK from the Texas School Book Depository as he was going through Dealey Plaza in his limousine. After the shots were fired, the motorcade left the area, rushing JFK into Parkland Memorial Hospital, where he was pronounced dead soon after. Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested later that day at a movie theater where a film called War is Hell was playing. Soon after his arrest, another lone gunman named Jack Ruby murdered Lee Harvey Oswald as he was being escorted out of the Dallas police headquarters into an armored vehicle. Jack Ruby was a local nightclub owner who was allegedly associated with the Chicago mob. Now, there are way too many conspiracies about why JFK was assassinated, who was involved, and even how many shooters were present that day. There's just too much out there. And feel free to add to the list, but there's everything from UFOs, the mob, Cubans, the Russian KGB, the military-industrial complex, to people within the US government, and even that he was about to release damaging information on multiple issues. Now, you can't go ahead and look into each one of them and go down the rabbit hole, and you can spend years there and find many books, articles, blogs, even Reddit forums of each theory. Now, there are many truths in some of them. We do know JFK had many enemies all over the place and even within the US government. Let's not forget he actually threatened a specific three-letter agency because of how they were handling things. So yes, he had powerful enemies in powerful places, and that is a fact. But which president doesn't? Especially when you're running a superpower nation. With all that being said, I do think most people are not satisfied with the official version of what happened. And many documents are still classified to this date. Even if everything comes out and is declassified and a new official version is on record, I'm not sure people would be convinced. There are many theories out there that have been lurking and gaining believers for decades. Most likely, people won't believe another version and will stick to whatever theory they like the most. That's understandable after so many years. Now, 
looking at a different part of the story. There are a few characters that definitely stick out that raise more questions than actually giving some answers, and might send people into looking at different storylines of the entire JFK case. Imagine someone that may have single-handedly stopped any further inquiries about why Jack Ruby killed Oswald and why Oswald killed Kennedy. The subject is a man by the name of Louis Jolyon West. This guy is one of the most interesting persons tied to the JFK case, but rarely talked about. To give you some quick background, this man was a psychiatrist born in Brooklyn, grew up in Wisconsin, and attended the University of Iowa under the Army Specialized Training Program during World War II. He later earned his MD from the University of Minnesota Medical School. Then he completed his residency at the psychiatric clinic of Cornell University before becoming an officer for the Air Force. When he was assigned to Lackland Air Force Base, which we know is a very interesting place, he was appointed to see why some of the airmen captured in the Korean War as POWs cooperated and disclosed information to the North Koreans. Now, bringing in Project MKUltra, which I'm sure we're all a bit familiar with, Dr. Jolyon West actually became a subcontractor for this project. He never admitted it when asked about it, but he actually admitted to being part of the program in his own letters, which we'll discuss further. The MKUltra project was actually under Cornell University, and Cornell was the site of the Human Ecology Fund and the place where he completed his medical residency program. Now, the Human Ecology Fund is another rabbit hole on its own, but as a brief summary, this was a CIA-funded program through the university with the sole purpose of doing research on brainwashing. Furthermore, West became involved in controversial research topics in the 1960s, including the use of LSD and other psychedelic drugs as therapeutic tools. His involvement with these programs has drawn criticism and controversy, with some accusing him of unethical research practices and others defending what he did in the field of psychiatry. Now, how does he play a part in the JFK case? Dr. Jolyon West denied being involved in the MKUltra, as we mentioned before, but he was mentioned as one of the academics on the program in the 1970s. In the 2000s, letters were discovered between Sidney Gottlieb and himself discussing the program. Gottlieb was the head of the MKUltra program. West seemed to have been more of a crucial part of the program than just another employee working in it. Now, when Jack Ruby, the guy who killed Lee Harvey Oswald in front of the whole world, was visited by a doctor when he was in jail. Strange things happened immediately after the visit. You guessed it. The doctor was Dr. Louis Jolyon West. Now, it's important to mention at this point that in some of the correspondence that was discovered between Sidney Gottlieb and Dr. Jolyon West, West said that he learned how to replace true memories with false memories without their knowledge. The CIA said in the MK Ultra trials that they never successfully accomplished any of this. So as he is assigned to Jack Ruby via court order, before Jack Ruby even testified in court, West attends the Dallas County Jail to see Jack Ruby and examine him. Now what happens next is weird and freaky. So right after he visits Ruby, 
Dr. West says Ruby developed an irreparable psychotic break developing hallucinations. Dr. West pretty much claimed he was completely insane, and this behavior was first seen by Jack Ruby after the visit from Dr. West. The story goes that he was actually alone with Jack Ruby during the visit, so who knows what happened there. He even went as far as suggesting medication for Ruby to continue interrogating him. Now, in the letters between MK Ultra lead and Dr. West, West said he could introduce insanity into a person without their awareness, which raises a ton of questions, right? Jack Ruby was completely incoherent and was saying things that made no sense, so he couldn't really testify in court. Nothing he was saying could be used. For more on this subject, we do recommend a book called Chaos by Tom O'Neill. He provides great insights on not just the MK Ultra program, but on the creepy stories West was involved in. Some of them were horrific and would make you think who would do experiments like this in the name of medicine. The author Tom O'Neill actually is the one who discovered the letters from West at UCLA as he was conducting his 20-year investigation to write his book. Now think about all of this. We had an MK Ultra psychiatrist who admitted in his own letters to the head of the CIA's MK Ultra program to being able to introduce insanity into a person without their knowledge. Then he visits Jack Ruby, who goes completely insane immediately after being examined by him. The repercussions of this are huge. Jack Ruby was going to testify why he killed Lee Harvey Oswald. I'm sure we would have known if he did it on his own or if others were involved. No matter what you believe, from our opinion, it seems Lee Harvey Oswald was obviously involved somehow. And the question is, did he act alone? Was he the only shooter or were there others? But now the American public lost the chance to hear what he was going to say when Jack Ruby killed him. And then the guy who kills him goes insane, cannot testify, and then dies of an embolism at the same hospital that JFK and Lee Harvey Oswald died in. What happens is pretty much the trail to find other possible shooters, planners, or conspirators dies right there, the moment Dr. West visits Jack Ruby. Dr. West put almost a dead end to the investigation of the next person involved directly right after JFK and Oswald. What did Jack Ruby know? Did he really act alone? Or was he part of a bigger plot? Thank you for being with us for this episode of The Dark History Project. Hopefully we inspired some of you to look further into these characters and stories. Believe me, if we were to add everything we looked into, this episode would have been a 12-hour one, just to cover the basics. Please help us out by subscribing or liking this episode. If the platform you are listening to allows for comments, please let us know what you think. Feel free to discuss amongst yourselves more about this topic or what topics you would like for us to cover. We hope you enjoyed it, and our next episode will come out soon, where we talk about Nazis and drugs. See you then.